again, everybody. Welcome back to 15 Good Minutes. It's your guy, Coach B. And as always, I am here with the A-Team. JR, what's happening, buddy? All is good, man. Life is good. Freddie, how you doing, man? Hey, I'm doing well. How about you? How about I can't you? complain. It's not bad. I want to actually start off, though, with, with kind of a response to, to Freddie's question of the week last week, which was basically what's wrong with the Lakers and who to blame. I think now that's overcome by events or OBE in my world because, you know, they fired the coach. So in my opinion, you know, you, you got, you two know how I feel about it. I, I think it's wrong to, to, to blame the coach, blame but that's, that's the way that the nature of the business, um, they wasted very little time in doing that. Any, any thoughts on the Lakers before we talk about the playoff? They should have got rid of the assistant coach too. LeBron. Um, I'm only playing. <laughs> You know, you're playing GR, but I, I'm dead serious. They, they should get rid of LeBron. They they should. He is he's the cause of that. I mean, just what, two years ago, they won a championship with that that yeah. same coach. I like LeBron. I think a couple of things. One, if he's the if if as the oldest, if he's the best guy on your team, you got a problem all year long. And secondly, he dismantled that championship team, Freddie. So so. Yep. At a minimum, I would have thought you you kind of keep what's working for you while it's working for you. But, you know, it's a, it's a bad state of affairs that, that Coach Vogel is the guy that gets booted, like, <laughs> to your point, like he did something wrong. He can't he can't finish that play for you. He can't play defense for you, right? He, he can't do those things. So um, it's going to be interesting to see what they do. Having said that, there are a lot of teams in the playoffs. I, I, I'll say it that way. Um, <laughs> Too many. The playoffs, JR, the playoffs are going for two months. Um, any thoughts yeah. on, on the length of the playoff or the number yeah. of teams that are that are in? Well, my problem is the number of teams that are in. Okay. Uh I think you dilute the championship by trying to just throw everybody in. On the other hand, I understand if you bring these other markets, there's more, there's more money's coming. You know what I'm saying? Freddie, you think it's too many teams or the playoffs are too long? Would you change anything with the current format? I think I think isn't the format the amount of teams that actually make it in the playoffs isn't that still the same or they just added like from six to or seven to ten you know the last two actually get in or this twenty teams. teams are the same but you're right they did the play in thing to extend it to yeah. a lot to help pick those last couple of teams right yeah, the, and you got the numbers look, the same right so you got to look at those last four bottom feeders that we're talking about how many games did it are they really distant from one another in the standings so i think it, it kind of adds to that that ncaa tournament kind of feel to where you know you could be one and done in the east do you expect the, the top four miami boston milwaukee philadelphia um do anything about any of those four and do you think to your point any of those bottom feeders are going to take any of those top four out if brooklyn gets past cleveland and I think Brooklyn can go can go and do something. I don't know if they they can beat Miami. To your point, Jr. I think Brooklyn, as long as you know KD's healthy and Kyrie's good to go, I, I say Brooklyn could take any of the top four teams. But ultimately, at the end of the day, I would expect it to in the finals to probably be Brooklyn and probably Milwaukee. Jason Tatum is slowly becoming one of my favorite players in the NBA. He's slowly becoming. He's already there for me, buddy. So I see where you're going. Yeah. I don't know if he can carry them over right. two months. Right. I, I, I think he is good. Um, f- finishing up on the East before we dive into the West. I don't know. For me, my sleeper is Philadelphia. You know, um, 
I, I honestly think that Joel is, the, is, my, is my MVP this year. Yeah. Um, I just like the way those guys play. Um, I can never count Milwaukee out. I don't think Boston can sustain it. To, to you know, I do like them, and Miami's just surprising me. They they really are. I mean, you can't you can't ignore that one seed. It's very well earned. I don't think any of the Eastern Conference bottom feeders will 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 do anything to change those those four. Your, your top four in the West: Phoenix, Memphis, Golden State, Dallas. Will any of the bottom feeders in the West, in your opinion, have a shot at any of the four of them? And who do you like? Early on, I'm not asking for your final, but early on, who do you like from the top four? Golden State or Phoenix. Um, assuming that Steph is healthy, and I don't think any of the bottom feeder teams in the West can can talk, can mess with uh, those guys at the top in the West. JR, your outlook on the West? Phoenix, and I, not because of their one seed, but they've been playing good ball. You know, to be to be honest with you, they had an opportunity to win last year and didn't. I don't know if they get better. Um, they're an X factor for me. And I'm, you know, I, I think anything can happen for, for me. I tell you, I got a sleeper out there in the West. Freddie knows who it is. It's Dallas. I'm telling you, keep, keep your eye, keep your eye on the Mavs, buddy. Um, although my team is Golden State, I don't think that Steph is, is healthy. I, I don't think the chemistry. I really like the way Poole's been playing. Dude's been playing lights out, to be fair with you. Any of you guys oh, see yeah. Memphis getting to a Western Conference Finals? Just curious. No. No. Okay, it, so they're just funny you too. <laughs> it, it sounds good with the year Jaws had. Yeah. And they're missing something. It, I, I, I tell you, though, his future, his future is very, you know, he's, he's a shooting star. That dude's going to be something. He, Definitely. You know. I want to pivot a little bit because I know that you guys – are both gamers. Um, so I want to start with you, JR. What brought you into gaming and, and you know, what do you get out of it? Our gaming goes back to the Atari days, you know. So remember the old league we used to have. So you, I'm dating myself. But mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's just uh, what brought me into it was I had kids, you know, and I, I would be playing my son and I used to, used to smash him. And now he kicks my behind and everything we play. And believe me, he don't have no respect. <laughs> PlayStation or Xbox? PlayStation, PS4 right now. Freddie, uh, you're you're a gamer. Have you always been a gamer? What brought you into it? And you know, why do you game today? Seeing you know the older friends and cousins as a kid played Atari. Then you go to the Nintendo. Uh, I, I remember I had the Nintendo. I had the Zelda with the gold. The gold. <laughs> you know, Zelda was one of the hardest games I've ever played. And so then you transition to. Nintendo 64, then you go Sega Dreamcast, Sega Genesis, or, or whatever. And so then you go to Xbox, then you get the PlayStation, then PlayStation 2, 3. Now I'm on PlayStation 5. And I think just the overall evolution of the game system and the graphics. And then I think when they add in, add it in, you can now play a friend. You know, you can, you know, you can play. I'm in Dallas and I can play. My friends in Atlanta, and you know, we talking to you know to each other, or you can play random people wherever the country over the country, and then you know you you know beating them down and talking smack to them. Uh, when my son was playing, I was not. Um, I never really got into it at all until maybe 2016 when I hit up Jr. Johnny and a couple other people. To Freddie's point, because I realized that you could play against your friends and people you know various games. And we started off playing Call of Duty, and I was hooked. Um, they had a little spinoff thing with zombies. It, it was a lot of fun. 
Um, I wasn't very good, but I found that it was um, whether, whether or not I knew it at the time, I was teaching myself something like, almost like learning a new language. So if you hadn't done it before and I hadn't, having to learn the controller was mastering a skill set mm-hmm. because it's almost like typing, like I'm a good typist, but with the controller, I would look down and then I was dead. I was like, what happened? Because you got you to gotta look now. You, I don't care. L1, R2, R3. It don't, I'm on it. You know what I mean? Because I'm going to place it and I've played enough. So I just enjoyed the camaraderie of, um, you know, playing with friends. So, JR, with, with that, do you have a particular gaming setup that you use, you know, um, there when, you, when you're locking in to play PlayStation? What's it like for you? It's pretty simple. You know, I, I just sit in my living room and uh, go to game, maybe uh, MLB. Uh, really getting used to it, even though, you know, I've had that working on hitting and stuff, but that's it. I don't have anything special. You know, I, I have it, my office areas where it was set up at one time, but I, 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 it was too high where I had my stuff, my television. So I just put it back in the living room where I can chill until I, you know, fix this the way I want it to be. And then I'll be good to go. When you play, staying with you, JR. How long do you play average session? Like earlier this evening, I was practicing. So I knew I had to do something. So I only, you know, but most times if I play in the evening time, we're going to go to one, maybe two o'clock when we're playing as you know, cause we play online. So, you know, generally, you know, if I know I have to go to work the next day, I, you know, I have to cut a little early. So <laughs> weekends, weekends is when I can really do my thing. So. I got you. So, so Freddie, what is what is your game and setup? Um, where do you go to play, and and how do you lock in and get your mind right to play? I, I play in my man cave. Uh, just moving into the new house, I'm still trying to get everything situated. Got to get the chords hitting and and everything. But uh, in my man cave uh, on the PS5, I have you know the Madden. I kind of do it around whatever my schedule is. If I have something to do, if I have to go to work, if I have you know, to go out to the store. So it is real, or if there's a game or a team that's playing, you know, I kind of do it around, you know, my schedule. Um, I will go and, and get on it. And I, you know, I pretty much play, you know, my friends on, uh, online, you know, when I get on the sticks, you know, once I know what I'm doing, you know, you better come with it because if I get a lead, I'm gonna let you have it. I'm linear. And what I mean by linear is, you know, I function better in a, in a circumstance that's dedicated to that particular thing. So, for example, when I want to watch a movie at home, I go to one particular room to watch that movie because it puts me in a movie frame of mind. Well, the same thing I do with gaming. Right? I have a, an area of the man cave that I normally use for watching sports. And, and I sit in a recliner to do that where I have a, a laptop on one side, an iPad on another, and I'm checking facts while I'm watching the game. But when I go to game... I take a gaming chair and I put it right in the middle of the room in that same area. And I'm, I'm playing on a 65 inch led and it's more realistic to me. So I have a headset. I finally broke down because me and JR was using the old PlayStation headsets and eventually that thing just crapped the hell out. So I, I went and bought a JBL that was legitimate. So I used the JBL headset only when I'm playing um, in a team mode. If I'm not playing in team mode, I just put the five to one surround sound on like I'm watching a movie and it's 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 everywhere. And it puts me in a, in a gaming frame of mind. I play the stuff that I enjoy, sports games, right? A couple other things. And I like playing against people 
that I know. So I'll, you know, we, we make some home leagues. Like I'm in a league with JR and some other people. We're going to try to get Freddie into MLB, the show 22, get him into some baseball stuff. We're starting a league with that. But when I'm in that area, it's easier for me to game. For, for, for you, those of you that are listening and watching, if you guys are into gaming, you know, drop us a line. Let us know what you play, you know. And if, you, if you're old like us or you're not as, old, you know, uber competitive if some are, you know, let us know. We'll gladly sync up with you. Um, but we would, we would love to, to, to see what you guys are doing in the gaming front. You know, it's, it really is a lot of fun. Once I know what I'm doing, I'm ultra competitive. Once I know what I'm doing. Okay. So you, we if, get that mercy rule on you, too. I, I, have, I, have a, I have. Tell me what you're watching right now. When you guys are watching entertainment, whether it's TV or movie. Freddie, what are, you, what are you watching right now? I'm watching uh, the Power series. Uh, the one, uh, this is Force, um, which to me is not very good. It's a bunch of, you know, supporting actors and starring roles. And that's my opinion. Um, it's, it's okay, but those guys aren't, it ain't like, if you're familiar with Power, Ghost, that's my dude. I'm still mad at Tariq, even though, <laughs> you know, it's fictitious. Tariq got me hot. If I saw him in the streets, I'd probably want to lay hands on him. I'm catching up on my old gun smoke. I'm a Ruku guy, so I have Sling and Ruku, and they give you a chance to watch all of these old westerns. I like westerns. And so I watch Gunsmoke, Rifleman, uh, Big Valley, those kind of things. And you know, when you watch a, a program that you've seen before years ago, you know how it just brings you back mm -hmm. to that, to that, to that place. To your point, JR, some of the things you watch later in life. When I was a kid, Big Valley was my jam. When I became an adult, I didn't like it so much because I thought it spoke to just white privilege. White people, yeah. And it's like, I never saw that when I was watching it. But everything that I saw as an adult, I'm like, whoa, look at how that's being presented. So, you know, I don't know. And it, it's, it's, I did enjoy it when I watched it as a kid. I really did, you know. Um, but when I, I tried to look at it a few years ago, I, it wasn't. It wasn't like it was overt. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it, yeah. It, oh, yeah, definitely. It but was just I mean, something that stood out to me. Like, where, where's the rest of, of, of early the television? You did in some whenever you seen a black person or a person of color in one of those movies, he was either a prisoner, a slave, a cook, you know, and it was a glimpse. I can tell you right now, I, I've gone back to um, I've been watching a lot of old stuff. Uh, I finished the entire series of, of, of Frasier. Love that show. I followed that up with an old show called Wings. And right now I'm watching yeah. Hill Street Blues. Oh, OK. And JR, we were we were in England, England at England. the time when yeah. Hill Street Blues came out. That was the first drama that touched me emotionally because it wasn't a neat ending every episode. Yeah. People would die like real like real happens with real law enforcement. I love that show. And this is the first time I've looked at it since since the 80s when we were when we were in England. So I'm I'm enjoying that. And I'm a big uh I'm a big Star Trek fan, so I've got some some Star Trek Discovery queued up for the modern era. But I just like watching some of those old shows. And right now yeah. I'm in season one of Hill Street Blues, and it's it's a blast. No, we went a little bit long today, but I thought we had some really good content. Um, the question of the week that I want to close out with, though, is baseball related. There's this new thing called PitchCon. And I'd like to know, do you, audience, think it's good for baseball? I I'm really fascinated with it. So it just passed this week and it was a program that was written by two people who have nothing to do with baseball, who were pissed off with the 2017 scandal of, of the, of the Houston team that was stealing signs. So now the catcher can wear something on his wrist or on his, on his chin, on his um, shin strap that signals 
the pitch to the pitcher, the second baseman, the shortstop, and the center fielder. And it's programmable. So you can go one fastball, you know, two curve, three slider, but you can program it to say special. And you only you guys know what that is. I think it's going to speed up the game. I'm really fascinated with the technology. So the question of the week, are you a fan of PitchCon? And do you think it's going to change baseball? With that, as always, we thank you guys for, for rocking with us. We really do appreciate the amount of time that, that you spend checking us out. We are introducing some new things uh, to the program. Um, thanks to some feedback we're getting from you guys. If you haven't already, please follow us here on YouTube at 15 Good Minutes and Twitter also at 15 Good Minutes. Gentlemen, anything before we break? Have a great week. All right. Peace. We'll see you next week. Thank you.